Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome, welcome to the first podcast episode. I'm super excited to finally be diving in to the podcast world. I'm super excited to be diving into these subjects. So my name is Kelsey, and this is the Medieval Mage podcast. Today, we are going to be diving into our very first major arcana tarot card the fool so go ahead grab yourself a notebook if you feel called to do so a cup of coffee a cup of tea pull up a chair and sit for a spell Hey guys, so starting off, something that I really wanted to be able to bring to the universe is kind of a tarot study course. So my intention behind this series as we kick this podcast off is to bring enlightenment, to bring awareness, um, And to teach, of course, but my main goal here isn't to teach you how to read the tarot. I want this to be very accessible and I want this to bring value to those of you who are just wanting to listen to different points of views, to different perspectives, to gain a kind of better awareness of how you perceive the world potentially. So this particular series in this podcast is going to be breaking down each tarot card one by one and we're going to dive deep into it and this is meant to be both for you know beginners as well as for people who are aspiring to learn the tarot or to learn how to read the tarot but I really really also want this to be uh, something meant for people who are just trying to find you know clarity or perspective or Uh, awareness, enlightenment in their own life, in their own journey. I want this to be for everybody, not just for people who want to, you know, be a tarot reader, not just for people who are very active in the tarot community. This, uh, this is, this is for everybody, okay? So with that out of the way, let's go ahead and we're going to start off with the fool, of course. Um, So the Fool is the first major arcana card, but is represented by the number zero, which I find to be very, very interesting because the number zero is very open. Even the shape of the number zero is very open, right? Um, And that's kind of the energy that I get from the Fool is this, this overwhelming sense of openness to the world, to reality, to experience which is something that a lot of people kind of close down as we move through life, as we have different experiences, as we, you know, experience different traumas or failures or belief systems, we begin to become more rigid. And the fool, the essence of the fool is very free. It's very fluid. It's very kind of optimistic even in the sense where it's like there is nothing that has hindered a belief. There is no rigidity. There's no structure. There's no solidification of experiences in a specific journey. 
Um, so that's kind of a little bit of the overall energy of the Fool card that I um, kind of see in this card anyways. Of course, this is going to be my own interpretations. You know, there is no black and white when it comes to tarot. There is no uh, right or wrong way. Honestly, this is more about sharing perspective and ideas, my opinions, the, th the kind of uh, realizations that I've had working with the tarot in my own journey. So the Fool, uh, when you, you start your journey, you are the Fool. So it, essentially the Fool can represent yourself in a reading. The Fool can represent the sitter or the person that's being read essentially. So even if it shows up in the middle of the reading, this can kind of represent that this is where you're currently at in your journey. This can kind of represent that these are the obstacles or the energies that you are pre being presented at this point in time in your journey. So that is kind of an aspect of this card as well is like this idea that the fool is you. The fool is self. The fool is the energy that is in constant motion. While kind of our environment and our world and everything else are kind of moving parts outside of us. Um, there's a lot of potential in the fool. Uh, so again, you can definitely look at it as kind of a, a indicator of where you're at in your journey. Um, if it comes up in a reading or even just taking the cards as kind of an exercise here, taking your, your cards or even just the major arcana, if you want to break it down and simplify this and shuffle them and lay them out face down, face up one by one and kind of, um, you know, see where the fool comes out in that layout, in that spread um, within the 22 major arcana cards, where does the fool show up and how does that relate to where you're currently at in your life? Um, does it show you that you've overcome a lot of obstacles? Does it show you that you're currently in the midst of a tower moment or that you are moving into a period of change or transition? Does it show you that you are you know, in the energy of, of charging forward, of creating a new path, of becoming a leader, where does it show up and how does that kind of represent you in your life? So that is definitely one very good exercise to kind of get in touch with the energy of the fool and, and really learning how to use it as a, a representation of self. A lot of the times we can hear the word fool or the, the statement to the fool or, um, you know, just the word fool in itself. And it can bring up a lot of energies within us. It can um, be perceived as a negative thing or as an insult. It can be perceived as kind of the class clown or the entertainment or um, for some it can definitely come forth as like this recklessness, um, like... And, and that's definitely an aspect of the fool as well. But in every way that we interpret that word is also a way to interpret this energy. It's also a way to interpret this card. So when we think fool and we see it as an insult, is that kind of the cards trying to show us that maybe something in our lives or ourselves, depending on the situation in the, the context of the reading or the card that's being drawn, is it trying to tell us that maybe we are acting um, without having all of the information? Is it telling us that we need 
to understand better or that we need to study something more before we take steps, before we can progress forward, is it telling us that we're lacking information? Um, if we immediately view the fool and we think joker, we think class clown, we think maybe mischievous a little bit, or kind of that medieval vibe where they have the entertainment, the joker, the fool, running around the banquet hall as festivities are taking place. Um, this can kind of come up in a reading where it's showing us we need to be more lighthearted, where it's showing us that maybe we need to uh, have a little more fun or we need to take things a little less seriously. We need to release that rigidity that we were talking about earlier. And sometimes when the fool comes up, it can represent this idea that we are moving forward in a very reckless manner or in a way where we are disregarding ourselves as well as other people or the impact that we're making, um, which can be interpreted as, as being a fool or as being reckless, as being um, even dangerous to some extent for some situations. Um, so the fool talks about taking risks. It talks about putting ourselves out there. It talks about um, kind of rebelling against that rigidity, that structure, that solidified kind of routine lifestyle. But there is potential to take that overboard and that's something to really keep in mind as well. Like it's one thing to really have this unwavering faith and this belief that you will get to where you're going and kind of release this idea that you have to control how you get there. Uh, but it's a, it's a completely different thing to fall into that reckless energy and be like, well, I'm getting to this spot whether anybody likes it or not and charge through with no regard of how it's impacting others, if you're hurting other people, if you're hurting yourself, if you're hurting the environment in some way, shape, or form, then that can be kind of interpreted as almost like the the reversed energy of the fool, right? So with all of that kind of being said and, and starting to dive a little deeper into this, we can recognize that on the fool card in the traditional Rider weight tarot, there are a few different kind of uh, symbolisms that are coming forth within this energy as well, and one of them being the dog. And in the original Rider weight tarot, the dog is kind of at the heels of this individual and very playful, kind of jumping up, wanting to play, wanting to catch their attention. And in this energy of very kind of childlike loyalty, and that is a big representation of the fool energy as well, is that childlike loyalty, that childlike trust in the universe, in your beliefs and in your desires, in your dreams, in your goals and in the things that you want in life. It's just this kind of idea of like, if you take yourself and you imagine yourself as a child and and for the most part, obviously there's going to be these, these exceptions, but for the most part, there's this idea that when we're children, you know, we don't have to think about how we're going to pay the bills. We don't have to think about how we're going to, you know, go grocery shopping and what we're going to do after work and having all of these responsibilities and, and trying to make things happen and figure them out. When we're a child, we're typically typically provided for in some way, shape, or form, and we just kind of have this trust that, you know, 
we're we're going to get our next meal we're going to um, always have everything that we need it's never a question it's never kind of this idea in our head um, especially the younger we are like um, as we grow up of course we begin uh, contemplating and thinking about like well um, how am I going to achieve this or how am I going to get this how am I going to you know uh, come into contact with this other thing but the the younger we are the more prominent this this idea of trust is where we just have faith and we believe that what we need will be provided for whether it be through our parents through other means um, it, it just kind of is there right um, again there will be the except those exceptions but the fool really represents that that faith that you will be provided for even if it's not necessarily in the way that we thought we'd be provided for or through the channel that we thought it was supposed to come from it will come and the fool really 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 embraces this energy it really embraces this idea that it doesn't matter how we get there or in what order we we move or whether or not we have what we're told we're supposed to have or whether or not other people believe in us it's this idea that I'm going to do what I want to do I'm gonna take the steps that I want to take and I'm gonna trust that it's gonna take me to the place that I want to be it's gonna take me on this adventure it's gonna take me on this journey and regardless of what I encounter and experience on this journey I'm going to make it out the other side no matter what it's gonna happen no matter what happens I'm going to come out the other side of this and that's really um, a very good energy even to kind of carry with us as we move through life um, this energy that we can make it through tough times that we can make it through anything that the world throws at us or that other people throw at us we can make it through to the other side and a lot of the times we get stuck in this belief system that we can't that we're not capable of surviving this trauma this pain this hurt these challenges these obstacles that we're being presented with that we all are presented with in different ways um and and when we find ourselves in that energy or in that position we need to bring ourselves back to to the fool we need to bring ourselves back to this energy of trusting that we will be provided for even if it's not necessarily the way that we thought we would be provided for and this dog kind of represents that loyalty of no matter what happens the universe and spirit will always provide um, no matter what happens the earth will always provide for us it will always provide that stability it will always provide that nourishment no matter what happens um, we also have this kind of energy as in the fool card he is carrying this kind of stick with the bag on the end of it um, and this really kind of represents this idea that we have everything that we need and a lot of the times it can also represent that it's okay to leave things behind that we don't have to take everything with us every step of the way that we don't have to make sure that when we take this next step it's going to include and involve everything that was with us up until that point and a lot of the times again as humans human nature tells us well we worked for this thing or we love this person so I can't possibly 
leave them behind and the fool really brings us back to that energy of all I need is myself all I need is you know my beliefs all I need is everything that I already have and I, I can't keep myself in one position or keep myself still or keep myself from my goals from my dreams out of hopes that somebody else is going to follow suit or that somebody else or something else is going to be able to come with me. The fool really embraces this idea and this energy that it's okay to outgrow other energies. It's okay to move past other people and to let go of things that we used to want in our lives, right? The fool card also has this sun in the background and, and the color yellow is kind of the background and this really represents that that essence of optimism that that high vitality that life force that driving force that clarity um, even though maybe the journey is going to be rough even though there's going to be obstacles and challenges thrown our way the fool really embraces this optimism that is untouchable really if you think about it like even if we imagine ourselves as as children as that kind of childlike innocence really radiates from this card even if we put ourselves in that position and we tell ourselves that we want something there's nothing that's going to get in the way of a five-year-old wanting to be a dancer or a singer there's nothing that's going to get in the way of that they do that they embody that energy regardless of whether people are watching whether they're getting paid whether they had training um, they do that they they embrace and they embody that joyful playful energy regardless of anything else and the fool really reminds us to come back to that energy and be everything that we want to be regardless of the stipulations that we've placed upon it to keep ourselves from being able to obtain it um, and and really that's 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 how I view the fool as I'm reading tarot it's like the fool really shows me where it's time to come back to basics where it's time to come back to self to recenter and to remind myself that I don't have to get paid in order to do something that brings me joy. I don't have to have a degree or credentials in order to have interest or knowledge in a certain path. I don't have to have a, a career that is structured and that um, you know brings in uh, the same exact amount of money every single week in order to call it my purpose. It's there's this strong, strong energy from the fool that really tells us that we are whatever we want to be and we are whatever we present ourselves as as we move through this world and with every step that we take. Um, we are constantly evolving and if we can be in that present moment, we are that, that, that best version of ourselves in that moment. And, and a lot of the times we can get caught up in everything that's already happened and in all of the experiences we already had and all of our doubts and all of our kind of uh, victim mentality, our lack of faith, our lack of self-esteem, our lack of confidence. Um, these things can really weigh us down. It can really um, kind of suppress us in a way. And the fool really shows us that if we can be present, 
we are uh, in constant motion. We are constantly evolving, right? We are constantly building new things on top of our current building blocks. We're constantly moving and adding on, you know, even, even if you look at this in a sense of time, we're constantly adding on those seconds and those minutes and those hours. And that is a form of evolution that we are being asked to tap into. When I say evolution, I don't mean like evolving from monkeys into humans. I mean evolving consciously, evolving emotionally and mentally and spiritually in a sense where we have this awareness that our past, that our experiences and that the things that we've gone through don't define us unless we allow them. And the pool reminds us to come back to that version of ourselves before we were defined by the outside world. Wow, okay. So with this idea that the fool presents a sense of self, like it's almost a soul sense of self is how I view the fool, like it's who we are at our core. And as we move through life, there are things that are piled on. There are belief systems that keep us trapped in certain patterns and habits and things like this. And the fool really asks us to, to come back to basics and really strip away all that rigidity, all that structure, all those limiting beliefs and the, all of the limitations that we place on ourselves as we move through life and as we experience certain things, for example, you know, we're moving through life and somebody tells us no, like we, okay, we, we have this friend group, right? And we, we want to invite a friend out for coffee and that friend says, no, I can't come today. Uh, and, and maybe this has happened once, maybe this has happened three or four times, right? But as we begin to move through life and we're told no in a, in a certain area or in a certain aspect, we then tend to, as humans, it's human nature, we then tend to pull back and be like, well, I was told no here, so I'm not going to approach that again. I'm not going to try again. I'm not going to ask again. I'm not going to invite again because I don't want to be told no. Um, because we have this kind of, this idea around the word no, that it's a, a negative thing. We can perceive it as a negative Thing, especially through conditioning and experiences and things like this, we become to believe that no is a bad word, that no means that you did something wrong, that no means there's something wrong with you. Depending on how that makes you feel, it's really going to play a role in whether or not you continue trying to push through that no. Um, or if you're going to allow that to create a limitation for you that says, I can't go this way because I failed or was already told no once. And so I can't put myself in line with the ability or the chance for that to happen again. And it, as those things happen over and over and over again, as we move through life, we begin to carve out this very straight and narrow path that tells us that this is the only direction I can go because every time I try to veer off, um, there, there's a door slammed in my face or I'm told no or I fail or um, maybe other people don't believe in me or however it comes through. Is It's, it's going to be different at different stages in our journey and for different people for different reasons. But 
the fool really reminds us to to release those limitations, to let go of the idea that taking a leap of faith is a bad thing, or that even if we take a leap of faith and it doesn't turn out the way we envisioned it to means that we were wrong. It doesn't mean that we were wrong. We learned. Um, and, and that's really what it's all about here in this reality, I believe, is, is learning. It's, it's all about learning. And the fool, uh, uh, even though it kind of embraces all 12 zodiac signs, it embraces kind of all of the universe as it is kind of like the seed it's like the conception, especially with the zero. A lot of the times we forget that the zero comes before one, but it also comes after one. And when it comes after one, it's a sense of completion. So not only is it a sense of, of nothingness, a sense of beginnings, a sense of new initiation, contraception, but it's also a sense of closure as a circle represents that and the zero represents that it's a sense of closure of a cycle but also a sense of new beginning um so we're, we're constantly unfolding we're constantly reinventing ourselves we're constantly in this state of evolution if we can allow ourselves to be if we can become aware of okay i have this limitation here let me try to release this let me try to see if i can you know move through this or navigate this in a different way than what I have been and that is at its core at its essence the energy of the fool is trying again is allowing ourselves to fail to fall to be told no to be told that we're not good enough to be told that we can't and then still believe that we can and and that is the just the core essence of the fool is like it's that and it's also this idea that it can it can also come forth as kind of this this essence of needing to prove that wrong not not just to other people in the sense of that but also to yourself and so sometimes when we see the fool come up in the tarot that could definitely be what it's telling us too is like maybe it comes up next to the eight of swords which talks about those limiting beliefs right and and that's telling us that well, maybe, maybe we need to adjust our belief system. Maybe we need a fresh start. Maybe we need to address and become aware of the beliefs that are telling us that we can't. Um, because it, it, essentially the fool is without limits. It's nothingness, but everything all at the same time. And once we start telling ourselves that we can't go in this direction, we can't go in this direction, we can't do this thing, um, we're not good enough for this other thing, uh, nobody's going to accept us if we express this part of ourselves, those are all limitations. And if the fool comes up next to the Eight of Swords, it tells us that we need to, to readdress and become aware of our limiting beliefs that are keeping us held back, that are keeping us stagnant so that we can create movement again. If it comes up next to say the the nine of swords this can indicate that our fear is uh nothing more than than fear of the unknown you know we can have legitimate fears i'm not trying to invalidate anybody's fear here but there is this idea that if if we can connect to our fear if we can embrace our fear and we can get to know our fear in a sense where 
we can understand that our fear is maybe not always telling us that there's danger, but telling us that we're getting ready to move into the unknown. We're getting ready to move into the energy of the fool. Why do we pull back from that? Why do we pull back from stepping into the unknown? Why do we step back from, from the ledge here? As you see in the fool card, there's this cliff that they're getting ready to step off of. Why do we pull back? from that? Why does our fear make us pull back from that? It's not because there's danger, it's because we don't know what's on the other side. It's because we've never experienced that before and as human nature we like to stay in our comfort zone. We like to only experience the things that we know we can survive. We like to only experience the things that that we can accept, that others accept, and that tell us, that, that validate us really. And, and Anytime there's a, a energy presented to us where we're told to go in blind, we tend to really pull back from that. And the fool reminds us to, to keep going, to take that step, to take that leap of faith, and to believe in yourself. Um, to, to, you know, we don't need the beliefs of other people. We don't need other people to believe in us in order for us to be able to actually accomplish something. We don't need the acceptance or the validation from other people in order to be valid in the things that we desire. But we grow up and we start to believe that we do. And again, the fool brings us back to ourself and to this idea that I can move forward without this. I can move forward without their approval, without their validation, without all of the, this clutter, I can move forward without all of the items that I thought I couldn't live without. Um, the Fool can also kind of represent a sense of minimalism, I guess, um, in a way for some people. Um, but it's really, it's unwavering optimism, unwavering faith and belief in self and in the fact that you will make it through the other side regardless of what happens in between, regardless of what happens in between zero and 10, you're still going to make it to 10. Um, whether you skip over a number, whether you repeat certain numbers, whether you get stuck at a number and have to go back before you can go forward, um, regardless of how that happens for you in your journey, you're still gonna go from zero to 10. Um, eventually, right? And the fool is all about believing that. The fool is all about believing that, yes, it comes before one, but it also comes after one. Um, it comes after two, and it comes after three, as we begin counting by tens, right? Um, so that uh, is kind of a little bit of more abstract way of thinking that I tend to view it in, like even though we're progressing and we're moving forward, which can um, in a linear way of thinking, bring us further away from the fool, we always get brought back to it. We always get brought back to that zero. And, and that's a chance to start over. That's a chance to reinitiate into our world without these limitations and these beliefs. It's a chance to assess our situations and to shed away anything that's holding us back or making us think that we need that weight in order to move forward. Um, the Fool can really help us break free from a sense of, like, restriction, yes, but also senses of, like, responsibility or obligation that keep us from living our dreams because we tend to tell ourselves, like, I can't do this thing because I have to take care of this other thing and I don't have a choice in this other thing because I was told I didn't. Um, and 
the fool can really help us come out of that mentality as well of of doing it uh, falling in line really um the fool is all about kind of breaking free from that that straight and narrow again um which is absolutely beautiful but this is going to kind of bring into conclusion the idea of the fool so i i I really enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoy talking about the tarot in ways that maybe other people don't necessarily share or include in their videos. And I know there's a lot of information, there's a lot of knowledge, there's a wealth of content out there that can break down all of the correspondences and the zodiac signs and the the symbolism of the tarot and I am going to touch on those things here but I really want to dive a little deeper into kind of the more abstract kind of energies of how the fool um, as well as the rest of the cards kind of play out in real life and how how we can better tune into those energies versus just telling you what each card means so I really truly hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast enjoyed listening to me talk about it if you did let me know uh, let me know what you guys thought let me know how you interpret this energy the fool card um, how you connect to that energy let me know if you do this exercise of finding the fool card within your spread to see how it represents where you're at in your journey um, but next time coming up, coming very soon, we will talk about the magician, uh, which is super exciting. So make sure that you come back and visit for that episode. Uh, until then, my name is Kelsey. I am your host from MedievalMage.com. You can find me here at my website, MedievalMage.com and on YouTube. Uh, all of the links and everything will be listed in the description. So I thank you all so very much for joining me and I am sending you all of my love and gratitude. Blessed be.